Welcome to the Refine Your Health podcast with Dr. Dion. I'm a primary care physician, and now I can happily add podcaster. Tune in to each episode to hear great information on improving health outcomes, disease prevention, and overall community health advocacy. Thanks for listening. Now let's jump into today's episode to improve your health. Hello, listeners. This is your host, Dr. Dion, and thanks for checking out this episode of Refine Your Health. And here we are once again in the month of October. And for those of you who may not know, October is dedicated to Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You may have seen advertisements on TV or billboards in support of breast cancer awareness. Everybody's wearing the pink ribbon. You may have been seeing people asking you to support Susan Komen Walks for breast cancer awareness. So this month is definitely in support of breast cancer awareness. Also, I forgot to mention professional sports events, especially for the National Football League. This month, they strongly support breast cancer screening and they focus on giving out information during their games in support of breast cancer, as well as supporting the community and trying to encourage people to get screening early. And so why is it so important to talk about breast cancer? Great question. It's important to talk about breast cancer because it is the second most common cause of cancer in women. And the reason that it's talked about so much is that if it's caught early, it can decrease the risk of dying from complications of breast cancer and treating it earlier so it will not become more advanced. And so screening is important to find potential breast cancer before it causes symptoms or even before a lump is felt in the breast. And more cancers are found during screening exams and are more likely to be smaller and still localized to the breast. And why that's important is that it means that it's not metastasized. That means that cancer cells from the breast has not spread outside of the breast itself and it can be localized and treated there. And so if that's the case, if it's more localized, then you more than likely will have a better outcome in regards to responding to treatment that may be used to eradicate the cancer. And so that's why I want to focus for this episode on breast cancer screening, because if it's caught early enough, then you can decrease the risk of dying from breast cancer or at least being able to treat it at an earlier stage before it spreads. So many of you may be asking, like, how can I get the screening done? I know the thoughts for many of you is that, okay, we are in the midst of a pandemic and a lot of the elective procedures during this time have been decreased. And it has been mentioned in many news articles, as well as on some news programs that the screening has decreased for breast cancer. So I want individuals to be aware that they have pretty much start resuming routine screening for breast cancer across the country and that people are taking COVID-19 precautions as far as following appropriate protocols to make sure that people are safe when they go to different facilities to obtain their imaging to make sure that there's decreased risk for COVID-19 infection risk. And I can actually vouch for that because I recently had my breast cancer screening 
I felt like I was safe. They definitely made sure that they followed COVID-19 protocols in regards to making sure that they're cleaning the different imaging facilities and making sure that individual patients feel safe as far as going back and forth within the facility. And there's definitely physical distancing within those facilities to minimize risk for spread or becoming infected with COVID-19. In addition, many of these imaging facilities or hospitals or breast cancer centers require masks as well. So this also helps in decreasing the spread of COVID-19 while you're actually visiting these different facilities for imaging. So many individuals may want to know when should you start getting screened for breast cancer? Great question. It depends on age as well as risk factors for breast cancer. However, majority of individuals should start having a discussion with their primary care provider or their OBGYN specialist in regards to when they should start breast cancer screening. And majority of the time, it usually starts at the age 40. Now, the reason that age 40 has been a pivotal age for breast cancer screening is because there are different medical societies and organizations across this country that have done research and found that this is a pivotal age to start breast cancer screening or at least having a discussion about breast cancer screening. And the reason is, is that many of these medical societies have found that if you start screening at this age, that you can catch breast cancer early before it becomes advanced. And so there are seven medical societies or organizations that have provided input regarding screening guidelines, and they may vary on how often individuals should be screened. So it may vary from age 40 to age 50 if individuals should be screened at all versus recommending that they be screened annually between age 40 to 50. Just depends on which medical society that an individual medical provider is actually following guidelines in regards to making recommendations to patients for screening. And as a result, from age 50 to 74, Individuals may be recommended to be screened annually versus every two years. And then after age 74 or starting at age 75, I should say, that they may recommend not screening. And if they do recommend screening above age 75, it basically looks at the life expectancy and the risk of treatment versus not treating those individuals. But of course, that's individualized. However, for myself, I like to follow the American Cancer Society recommendations in regards to routine breast cancer screening. And for them, starting at age 40 to 44 years of age, women should have a choice in starting the breast cancer screening. And that is considered once a year for those individuals who consent and are interested in doing so in regards to breast cancer screening. And then women age 45 to 49 years of age should be screened annually. And then when you reach age 50 to age 74, especially when you look at the ages between 50 to 54, these women are typically screened annually. And then for women age 55 and older, 
Screening with the mammogram is recommended once every two years or once a year. Typically, I like to follow the guidelines of once a year. And the reason I do so is because sometimes individuals are not diligent about doing their breast cancer screening or having their routine physicals once a year. So typically just to alleviate or decrease the risk of missing a potential breast cancer risk, I usually opt to do the once a year for majority of my patients. But for age 75 or older, it is recommended to continue based on the American Cancer Society with routine mammograms annually, as long as their health overall is good and their life expectancy is 10 or more years. The previous age ranges I provided, those are for women that are typically average risk for breast cancer development. Now, screening before the age 40 is usually reserved for women who are at higher risk for breast cancer, depending on your risk factors. So that's why it's important to have established care with a primary care provider or a OBGYN who can provide recommendations based on your risk factors. And so what increases your risk for breast cancer. So those particular risk factors are previous history of breast cancer, a strong family history of breast cancer, a history of genetic mutations that are known to increase risk for breast cancer, such as the BRCA gene or the BRCA gene. Many of you may have heard about that. And if there is a prior history of radiation therapy that may increase an individual's risk for breast cancer, that they may have received that type of radiation therapy before age 30. So those are some potential risks that individuals should know in regards to when they should seek earlier screening for breast cancer. So what are the different types of screening for assessing risk for breast cancer? So let's talk about number one, the self-breast exam. Now, a self-breast exam is not limited to particular age group, I should say. And, and it's recommended that women of all ages should perform self-breast exams at least once a month. And the reason that is so important is that as a woman, if you're doing your self-breast exam, you can pick up subtle changes in your breast compared to waiting until you're seen by a healthcare professional who may perform a clinical breast exam at a routine annual physical and something that you can pick up earlier by you doing a self-breast exam will personally allow you to assess your breast for subtle changes compared to waiting until you see a healthcare professional for your routine annual physical, therefore allowing you to catch a potential breast cancer at an earlier stage instead of waiting, I should say, until you're seen by a healthcare professional where it could be more advanced stage. And an interesting study from the Johns Hopkins Center states that 40% of diagnosed breast cancers are detected by women who felt a lump. As a result, they were able to go to their primary care provider or an OBGYN and express their concerns about changes in their breasts and that resulted in early detection of breast cancer. So some of the things that individuals should be looking for when they do their self-breast exam in order to seek medical attention, some of those changes should be changes in your nipple, any nipple discharge, any lumps or bumps that you've never felt before should be brought to the attention of your primary provider or specialist. 
any skin changes to your breast or nipple, that should also encourage you to seek medical attention in regards to any concerns about any breast mass or changes within your breast for appropriate screening as warranted by your healthcare provider. And many of these breast exams can be performed in the shower, looking in a mirror, or when you're lying down. Another type of screening is the clinical breast exam. And that's what I mentioned in regards to once you have your own self-breast exam once a month. A clinical breast exam is performed by a healthcare professional, typically at a routine annual physical, and they assess for any physical changes to the breast or any lumps or bumps. So now that we've talked about the self-clinical breast exam, as well as the clinical breast exam, these are not the best tests for routine breast cancer screening. The most common and typically the most used screening for catching breast cancer is the mammogram. And this is the exam as for a screening that most individuals are familiar with. And this is the screening that is recommended by the medical societies that I discussed that women should use as initial screening. And mammograms are considered low dose x-rays of the breast. And research shows that women who have regular mammograms are likely to have breast cancer found at an earlier stage if they have breast cancer at all. And just because a lump is found does not automatically mean that you have breast cancer. So I definitely want to get rid of that myth. Also, there has not been any research that shows that breast mammograms cause breast cancer. So that was an additional myth that has been out there about getting mammograms and has been a barrier for women seeking initial screening because of hearing that particular myth. Now, mammograms can be divided into routine screening versus diagnostic mammograms. Now, routine screening mammograms means that you do not have any symptoms. You have not had any changes in your breast, such as like what we mentioned earlier, pain, any lumps, any drainage, any mass noted any skin changes, any nipple changes, any nipple discharge. If you have any of those symptoms, it goes from a typical screening to a diagnostic mammogram. And what we mean by diagnostic, we're looking for what could be the issues or the cause of those particular symptoms that you're experiencing within your breast. And so that's when they start looking at particular advanced imaging and what typically is included sometimes with a diagnostic mammogram is a breast ultrasound, especially if individuals complain of any type of lumps or masses or pain within a certain area. And when you get a breast ultrasound that is part of additional imaging that's outside of the routine screening mammogram, they usually look at a lumps or changes in the breast that may be dense types of breast tissue. And what we mean by dense breast tissue is thick and difficult to sometimes be able to palpate or feel a mass. And so an ultrasound, which is not that 
type or I should say invasive type of study is more of some type of warm gel that's on the outside of the breast and they use an imaging like a transducer or one that goes over the top of the skin of the breast and it produces images of the area of interest to see what the lump could be is it a cyst which is means it's fluid filled or is it a solid mass and so by using things such as the breast ultrasound investigates suspicious areas that may have been found on a screening mammogram or your diagnostic mammogram and if that's the case the great thing about having a breast ultrasound I should say is that it does not expose an individual to radiation Now, if a solid mass is found, then the next step will be to get a biopsy. And what is meant by a biopsy is that they want to get a sample of the solid mass that was found possibly on the mammogram or ultrasound. And what they get is a small tissue sample from that mass and send it to be evaluated to see if it has cancer cells. And based on that, that determines whether you're at risk for breast cancer or if it's something benign, which is not cancerous. And if it is diagnosed with cancer cells, then more than likely you will be referred to an oncologist or a cancer specialist to figure out what would be the best management in regards to your new diagnosis of breast cancer. Another imaging tool used for breast cancer is the breast MRI. And this is often an image that is done for women who have been diagnosed with breast cancer to help measure the size of the cancer and to look for other types of cancers or abnormalities and also check for tumors in the opposite breast. However, the new kid on the block in the in recent years is the 3D mammogram. So this is different from the standard 2D mammogram that is currently being used. And the reason that is not used currently is that it's not available in most breast cancer facilities and studies as far as its benefit are still being researched, but it is noted to be more expensive as well than the typical 2D imaging. And most of the times it's difficult currently, I should say, in finding if this particular screening is covered by insurers. So it's still in the works as far as seeing what the benefit is, as well as trying to see if it's going to be covered by insurance plans in the future. So now that we've talked about when and who should be screened, as well as the different types of screening available, now let's talk about scheduling. So most individuals, as far as scheduling, if you're less than 40 years of age, most often you'll need a referral from a healthcare professional, especially if you've received annual screening before, as well as if you have some type of abnormal breast symptoms that I mentioned earlier, especially as it relates to any type of breast changes. And if there's a history of breast cancer, you're more than likely will need a healthcare professional referral. Also, it depends on if you're at average risk and making sure that you don't have any symptoms or breast symptoms that will require you to have something more than a routine screening mammogram. So like I said, if you don't have any symptoms and your average risk for breast cancer, then you'll typically have a screening mammogram. Anything outside of that, then more than likely you will need a diagnostic mammogram. 
Another question that I often get is how much does this cost? Now, most insurance plans cover routine screening, but there may be additional funds that you may need to have, such as a copay or deductible for your more advanced imaging in regards to if there's a diagnostic or additional imaging needed in addition to the routine screening. So that's something you need to talk to your insurance carrier about what will be the cost out of pocket for you if you need those particular tests. However, I do not want that to be a barrier to many of the listeners out there in regards to mammogram screening. Many of the hospitals have either funds or charity care programs that will offer free or low cost for routine mammograms. Also, some imaging centers or hospitals or breast cancer centers that perform mammogram imaging or routine screening for individuals may offer sliding fee based on household incomes if a patient lacks insurance or there may be a lower rate offered if you're going to be cash pay only or there may be some social services programs available that you can apply for an assistance program. So there are options out there. However, I do want to make sure that I mention the National Breast and Cervical Cancer Early Detection program is offered in every state. I'll make sure that I put the link in the show notes so you can have access to it. And if you click on the link, it will link you to the page and you just click on your state and it provides the contact information for you to call that number to see about routine screening or if there is additional funds available for a diagnostic screening, especially for those individuals who lack insurance. And so that is a resource for you or someone that you may know who may benefit from that particular program. But I do not want to have individuals thinking that because you don't have healthcare insurance, there aren't resources out there for you to get screened for breast cancer. So I know I went through a lot of information, but Early detection is key to decrease your risk for breast cancer. And I just want to emphasize just because you find a lump or something's found abnormal on your routine screening mammogram does not automatically mean that you have breast cancer. But early detection is key in decreasing the risk for complications of breast cancer and improving your benefits of responding to treatment if it's caught early, especially in regards to different races. I know that many of you have listened to some of my other podcast episodes. And if you want to know the risk of complications in particular population as relates to healthcare disparities, please check out my prior episode about the basics of breast cancer. That is an important episode to find out about those healthcare disparities. But it has been researched that many African-American or black women die at a higher rate than white women or Caucasian women from breast cancer. So I want to make sure that women out there know that there's free programs available. I want to 
get rid of the myths that associated with some of the screening that people have heard. Early detection is key, making sure that you have your routine annual physicals. And if you are doing your self breast exam, if you notice any abnormality, seek medical attention so you can find out what could be the cause of the changes that you have been seeing within your breasts or that you may have been feeling such as any pain or discomfort. And with that being said, continue to be safe and please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and please continue to leave those awesome reviews so I can continue to grow the podcast. And this is your host, Dr. Dion. Take care. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please subscribe and feel free to tell your family and friends to check out the podcast. And remember, this podcast is for educational purposes only and the thoughts and opinions do not constitute medical advice.